Switched On on F104 and I'm joined by mind magician Keith Barry. Hello. Hey, how are you? Thank you so much for joining me today. And obviously your show is coming to the Borgosh NG Theatre on the 27th of January, Mind Games. Tell me about this show. What can people expect? Yeah, I'm really excited. I've never played the Borgosh before. So this is actually going to be the biggest gig I've ever done. 2,200 people. And the real difference between this show and previous shows of mine, you know, years ago, I used to travel with a, a couple of truckloads of props. So in other words, I'd have giant illusions on stage and all kinds of weird things. But this time around, I decided that the audience's minds would become my props. So I play all kinds of mind games where I plant thoughts into the whole audience's minds. So in other words, everybody gets to participate at one point in the show. And then I bring up over the course of the night, about 50 people land on the stage for a variety of demonstrations. One of which is designed by the way for the skeptics. I love skeptics. So I designed a routine for them where if they beat me and the game, the mind, this particular mind game is called Beat the Brain Hacker. And if they manage to beat me, they can win up to 15,000 euros on the night. And a lot of people wonder, you know, can the money be won? The answer is yes. In the Olympia earlier this year, I gave away one and a half thousand euros one night and it can go all the way up to 15,000 depending on how tough a nut uh, the brain or the skeptic's head is, you know. That must keep it nice and fresh for you as well because you literally don't know who you're getting. Well, this is it, you know, like my audience is very varied, which I really like. So, you know, I can have a bunch of 14 year olds who have discovered me on TikTok or wherever it is, <laughs> all the way up to people who've been following me, I suppose, since 2003 was my first TV series here in Ireland. And that was on RT Close Encounters with Keith Barry. So that's 20 years ago now. Uh, so you have, it, you know, literally from 14 years old all the way up to people in their 70s and 80s even, you know. That's excellent. And I actually will take you back because you've already taken us back 20 years, but to go back 15 years, your TED Talk, I was watching it today just to refresh my own mind. And you came up with Second Sight at the time, which I think yeah. is absolutely fascinating because it's something that you might not even be able to do now with that kind of test. Yeah, it was nuts. Actually, I came up with it just before that. Uh, the first time I did it, and what Louise is talking about is basically whereby I take somebody in a car and uh, in one instance here in Ireland, it was actually Catherine Thomas was the first person I did it with, believe it or not, way back in the day. And basically she examines a whole bunch of blindfolds they can put on me. And then unbeknownst to them, in other words, they didn't know what the demonstration was. I tear off in the car at 60 miles an hour, completely blindfolded with the participant obviously freaking out next to me. And when I say they, a couple of years later, the one I think you're talking about, uh, which I mentioned in the TED talk was Nicole Scherzinger. I did it with her going down a Canyon Road for my CBS show Extraordinary in 2006. So I think it's time to do it again though, Louise. So the next time I see you, maybe I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take you on a spin of your life, as they say, with me blindfolded. I don't know how, how well I would be at that, to be honest. <laughs> Pretty crack. No, I, I, haven't, uh, I haven't crashed any time in the past, so I don't intend on crashing any time in the future. Well, that, you know. That's good to know, especially if you plan to pop me into the passenger seat. Yeah, well, look, you know, there's a lot more uh, crazy demonstrations I want to do, though. So that's kind yeah. of on the back burner now that I've done it. You know, I have this mad idea where I want to jump out of a, an airplane 30,000 feet in the air, but with a straight jacket over the parachute as I get thrown out. So the whole concept is I obviously have to get out of the straight jacket to get out the parachute. So that's the next one I think I'm going to try, you know. Wow. How do you even prep for something like that? You can't. You just do it. <laughs> oh, jeepers. <laughs> You've obviously a lot of trust. Well, the, the funny thing is, like, people out there might think I'm joking, and obviously it's a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but uh, at the end of the day, you know, you, you can't really prep for something like that. You, yeah. All you can do is rehearse how to get out of a legitimate um, straitjacket, which I've done in the past anyway, so I can actually get out of a straitjacket. And then other than that, 
you know, there's, you can't really, you, you can't really rehearse for something like that. You just go and do it. And, and I've done a lot of my stunts in the past exactly like that. Even with the Borgosh, for example, you know, a lot of the material will be untested until I get there on the night, which makes it exciting for me, actually. And also for the audience, because I think they can sense that raw energy when, you know, they understand that something's been seen for the first time ever, you know. I was actually going to bring that up because you don't really get to road test any of this before you're actually doing it. No, because all my material you see is designed for large, large theatres. So at the end of the day, I need not just one or two mines to play with. I need like a couple of hundred, if not a couple of thousand. So I actually don't road test my material. And I've spoken with some comedians in the past about this, where, you know, they very often go into a comedy club and they might test out 15 minutes of material to see what, you know, laughs they get and what laughs they don't get, obviously. Uh, for me, though, I design a show and then we just go for it on opening night. And I really like that energy, you know, and... There's a lot of spontaneous moments, a lot of laughter. I mean, this show is designed to make people laugh until their faces hurt and then be fooled badly as well. And to escape, obviously, it's a crazy world right now, to escape that crazy world and just go back to what it was to have a childlike sense of wonder, you know? Yeah, and by the sounds of it, you really feed off that as well. Yeah, well, look, that's what I live for. You know, for yeah. me, you know, people often ask me, are you going to do more television? Are you going to do this? Are you going to do that? Look, the answer to all those questions is yes. Uh, like, I will do more television at some stage. And I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll obviously keep, you know, pumping out content on my social channels and all the rest of it. But where I really live and where I feel alive is on the stage. And as I said, like, this will be the biggest event I've done to date. So I'm really excited to get on the stage. And, you know, thankfully, tickets are selling really well. So if you want to grab your tickets, I'd say grab them today because it's looking to be a sellout in the next probably 10 days or so. It'll be sold out, you know. Have you any favourite memories from all the shows you've done? Is there one that pops into your mind? It's a great question. I suppose just automatically what pops into my mind isn't necessarily from a show, but it was actually on set of Now You See Me 2 where I was the magic consultant, uh, the lead magic consultant on Now You See Me 1 and Now You See Me 2, the magic movies with, you know, Woody Harrelson and Mark Ruffalo. And in number two, uh, Woody Harrelson introduced me to Morgan Freeman and said, Morgan, Keith can read your mind. And Morgan Freeman challenged me to read his mind. And, you know, I, I don't normally get nervous around celebrities, but I'll be honest, I got really nervous because I'm such a fan of his and it was, it was a really pressurized moment. And ultimately, I did, I hacked into his brain. I told him about a childhood friend of his called Boo Boo that he hadn't seen or thought about in like 30 plus years. And he freaked out, like I promise you, he just lost his mind, he started cursing. And that was a really amazing moment for me. So that's the one that kind of pops into my brain. You know? Wow, excellent. What memories you'd have from that? Well, actually, here's a mad thing. Look, I'm gonna create a memory for you. Oh, I, no. I grabbed one of my blackboards from inside and I'm going to write down something on this blackboard. I'm not going to show you what I'm going to write down, but I'm going to tell you it's going to be a word. I'm going to write down a word on this side of the blackboard. Okay. Uh, let me just, I'm not going to show you what it is. Now, have you any idea what word I've written down? Word. Um... No, no, without guessing. Do you oh. know what, what, what the word is? I have no idea. So, see, yes or no? No. Correct. It is indeed no. You got it right. <laughs> That was just a joke, of course, I do jest. But here's the idea, here's the idea. Let's take this one step further. Let's take this one step further. This time, though, I want you to actually close your eyes and I okay. want you, like Morgan Freeman, to go back to a childhood memory. Mm -hmm. A childhood memory you're choosing, okay? Mm -hmm. And in your mind, I want you to imagine that you're in a classroom, you look up at a teacher, and you see that teacher in your mind, okay? And then open up your eyes, Okay, so you can see I'm writing something down. Okay, I'm going to write something down. Okay, let's just go with this and that. Okay, 
Uh, name out loud, what was the name of the teacher that you just saw in your mind? Just the name of the teacher. Miss Nolan. Miss Nolan. Now, I wrote something down just seconds ago. This is crazy. I was inside your mind, even though I can't see you. Can you tell everybody what I wrote down? Miss Nolan. Wow. Miss Nolan. Well, let's take this one step further. I'll rub out Miss Nolan. I want you to close your eyes again, and I want you to imagine that Miss Nolan is up at the blackboard, and I want you to imagine that she is writing down a word. There's obviously hundreds of thousands of words in the English language. See a word on the blackboard. Open your eyes. Look at me. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to go. Uh, oh, did you see one word, and then you did you change your mind to another word? Did that happen? I could have done. Yeah, I absolutely could have done. Yeah, okay, lock one of them in. Name out loud. What word are you going with? Leaf. Leaf, like the leaf off a tree. Yeah. Oh my God, that's crazy. What did I write down? Leaf. Wow. Inside your mind. You get me every time. (laughs) You get me every single time. And it blows my mind every single time. I would love to know how you do that, but I know it's a big secret. I was inside your subconscious mind rambling around and there was another word there that's why it would have thrown me but that's where i locked in on leaf i actually saw the image of a leaf in your head and that's what popped into my mind wow if people want to see this live board got energy theater 27th of january keep barry thank you so much once again for chatting to me sure thing thanks for having me